Hey everyone, welcome to a very special break in our usual schedule for So You Think You Can Fanon. Uh, I'm going to let everyone know ahead of time, we did have some audio issues on Matt's side for the beginning of our campaign. We've decided that we're going to actually be doing a recap episode for the first two episodes in case you don't want to deal with Robot Matt. Uh, however, this is, of course, our entire like first session of our campaign broken up into two episodes. So you might notice that there are some like kind of weird cuts at the end. This is just because I really didn't have a lot of time and I was working really hard on making sure that this is actually finished. So with that being said, uh, we will actually be seeing you guys next week for our 40th episode, <laughs> Big 40, uh, where we read Chain of Memories again. But I hope you guys enjoy this. If you do, make sure that you share it around, let people know that this is something that we're doing, and we will see you all next week for the return of our usual schedule, and then after that will be another episode of 20 on the Dice Throw. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, not to So You Think You Can Fanon, but to 20 on the Dice Throw. We have prepared for you a special variation on the usual content, as I, Matt, am no longer a mere figment of your imagination, but the terrifying reality of Jacob, Michael, and Sergio as their dungeon master. Would you like to say hello? Oh. Hello. Yeah, and I would just like to point out that if you got a 20 on a dice throw, you could almost say that it's a critical. No, role. we're gonna get sued now. Yeah, we're gonna get sued. <laughs> we're gonna get sued now. Thank you, Sergio. I can't believe you've done this. Trademark. There is trademark. no. Do not trademark the critical role. No, he's, he's, he's trademarking the twenty. All right. Is that well? Well, well, no. I'm. I don't know if they've trademarked it or not, but if they did, I'm acknowledging the, 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 that it's a product. No, they de <laughs> they totally have trademarked it. I'm gonna check. All right. While he well, checks, well, Matt, does that. what are we seeing? What is this? All right, so <clears throat> today we are going to begin a campaign in a world known as Rajgir. It is a strange world, one rather different than most D&D worlds. There are your assorted fantasy races, but they're not treated equally amongst themselves. Most reviled of the races in Rajgir are those of ill skin, those with green, purple, and red outer shells or flesh are treated quite poorly by the more sophisticated humans and elves, although even they have problems with each other. The only race that you could even remotely say don't treat others badly on the basis of race is the dwarves, but, well, they have their own problems with incredibly strict and ridiculous dwarven tradition stretching back uh, thousands of years without uh, ever I, being changed. I, I know you're in your very serious narration, but I'd like to make a joke. What is your joke? Not allowed. Oh my god, Matt, I can't believe you're using racial stereotypes to, to depict your races, okay? Orcs hey, aren't black people. At least I'm not as racist as the people who unironically thought orcs were a representation of black people in the D&D &D setting. When that Damn. black people are part of the human race, which exists in D&D &D 5th edition. Anyhow, 
On the top of our racial totem pole are the humans and the elves. Humans have conquered the entire northern half of the entire continent. They own it and they mean it. Whereas to the southeast, we have the elves split into the two different countries of Solstheim and Galadia. The high elves. Could I, uh, could, could, I, could I ask a question about this map? Yes. Where is where is the human border at? Is it at the is that where, where Lorica stops at? That's a good question. Moving on, <laughs> in the bottom left corner, the southwest, we have the Lesser Peninsula and the Buvu Gididu Swamps. This is uh, contested territory, to put it mildly, and that is why there are no hard and fast borders. You had a Even, lot of you had a lot of fun naming that swamp. I did have a lot of fun naming that swamp. <laughs> we had a lot of fun naming that swamp some time ago, and then I took inspiration from it and then dragged it through the mud. Anyhow, pun intended. The swamp. Uh, the reason that there are no borders is because one country on its own can't agree on where its borders are. Uh, the humans and the elves are in active skirmishing day by day. Uh, the wastes and Samaland are a desert crap hole, which has a kind of no purpose, but people still fight over it anyways. But again, the borders change daily, sometimes stretching dozens of miles in one direction or the other. And Buvugiridu. Uh, and the Lesser Peninsula, they are, uh, as some would say, infested with the ill-skinned races and are uh, sometimes claimed by humans, sometimes not. Uh, we'll, fi we'll find out a little bit about that in the first session, though. Uh, of course, in the center here, we have the Dwarves of Bad Unst. They are an army trading company. Kind of, sort of. It depends on who you are and what you have who to trade with them. Yeah, it depends on who you ask. Uh, the humans really like to trade with them. The elves kind of like to trade with them. Uh, the ill-skinned races really, really like to trade with them. But the ill-skinned races, because they don't have a lot of money, have to do some weird, dumb stuff to get to get stuff from the dwarves. We'll we'll see how that works out. Are there any questions from are the, the players? Are the elves split? They are. Mm -hmm. Are th are there certain elves that are liked more than other elves? Amongst the humans? Yeah. Uh, most humans you ask don't even know that there are two different kinds of elves, to be honest. What do you mean two? Wood elves and the high elves. <laughs> what about the dark elves? Yeah, what about the drow? What about the drow? Aren't drow know. wood elves? No. <laughs> what about the drow? <laughs> what about the drow? No, drow are dark elves, and then there's the fey elves, whatever they're called, the phalan. Uh, the most educated humans believe that there are two kinds of elves, the high elves and the wood elves. And if okay. you're not an educated human, you don't even know that. You just think they're pointy-eared. So no nice drow. Eared. No. Not yet. The humans don't know that they're a drow. You don't know if they're a drow. Well, gotcha. some of you might. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Anyhow, any other questions before we begin? Nah, I'm good. What's our economy based on? What's the standard? What, well, is our, see, what are we based well, on? <laughs> uh, the humans own the best farmland. Their lands encompass vast, rich, and fertile soil. They own all the best farmland. They are huge, huge exporters of food to other neighboring 
areas, and that's how they make a lot of their money through trade. But they are also an incredibly high-tech civilization with the famous artificer guilds of their of their country. Oh, I should say the human country is called Gad Parlo. Is and that the, just all of it? Uh, the human country is collectively called Gad Parlo. The capital is called Gad Unst. The dwarven capital uh -huh. is called Bad Unst. Also, their country name is Bad Unst. Is does Unst mean something in this world? Is that why everything, every capital is Unst? Uh, only two capitals are named Unst. No, Solstheim is the is the high elf capital, and it is called Solstheim. Did you uh, steal that name from Skyrim? Or Elder Scrolls? <laughs> is it from Elder Scrolls? I just thought of it. I thought. Or no, I might be thinking of Norse mythology. Because Solstheim is one of the nine realms. Solstheim is an island. Is an island in northeast, uh, northeast of, of Skyrim. Huh. It's where it's where Dragonborn takes place. Wow, Matt, you hack. Come on. Right. Even his mom agrees. But yeah, Solstheim is, uh, or no, Solstheim is yeah, in, I'm is recording. in, a, in, in a Norse realm. I'm just, I'm literally just thinking of Skyrim, alright. Alright. Also, yeah, I didn't know that. Also, also I just Morrowind. named it Solstheim because I thought it was cool. Also Morrowind. Don't forget about Morrowind. Come on. I'm sure Galadia is from something else, but... Know, yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm sure you forgot and the name was just in your conscience and you were like, yeah, that sounds cool. I mean, no, you're, 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 you're absolutely um, unoriginal, and I don't like it. Yeah, Bruh. you hack, you schmuck. Anyhow, any other questions? Um, I think if I, I had another question. So, so you didn't answer my question about where the border on the human lands is supposed to be. I did though. Um, I said that the borders change, and it's it depends on who you okay. ask. All right. Uh, Some humans, I, for I, example. I I was a little worried you were about to say the lesser races that have the lesser peninsula. <laughs> oh, no, the, the ill-skinned races. Where did you the say the peninsula. the wood elves inhibit inhabit inhibit? Uh, Galadia is Galadia. where they inhabit. Okay. Uh, it's very rich forested areas of Galadia. Uh, okay, very little just, is known about them. Just trying to figure out where not to go. Okay. Okay. They won't like me there. Let's get rid of those drawings. <laughs> Not and, for any know, particular reason. Uh, just for a quick example, some some people on the human side, I'll, uh, I'll say, they would say that the human borders stop here. And then other humans would say they stop here. It uh -huh. very much depends on who you ask and when you ask them. And also, why they may be asking those questions. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. There's someone as oh, what the human human. There are no human borders. We own everything. Yeah, there there are a few like that. Anyhow, I think that's enough questions for now. Unless somebody has a really burning question. No, my questions are quite cooled off. Thank you very much. Well, yeah, that's, that's delightful. I'm glad to hear that. All right, I will set us up a little ambiance as we go into the town. There we go. Oh, Groovy is muted. There we go. Oh, oh. Hold on. May, 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 may I ask why my name is under my character token and it's oh. not under anyone else's? It's under it's ours. Under everybody's. 
Yeah, it's only I, under. I don't say it's it. only under the ones that we can control. So like, I can see That's mine, odd. but Sergio can't see his. I can see him. <laughs> yeah, you. You, you can should, see all of them. Let me make sure that everyone's, because it says all players should have them in their journals. Hmm. Which means oh, that you yeah, should be can... able to see it. What the fuck is yeah, maybe I can make this appear in other people's journals. I mean, I, I see your guys' characters, your guys' characters in the characters thing, but I can't see it under the token. Yeah. Well, either way, that's not a, I mean, that's that's not a huge deal. We find our two would-be adventurers, Tetreth and Chris at the Holayer farm, where they work and gather wheat. They do so with the assistance of the father of the of the fam of the Holayer family. Greg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you boys are such a good help in the harvest. Oh, I don't know what I'd do without you. That's no problem. Do ah, don't help. mention it, Greg. Hmm. Yes, uh, uh, Ju Ju Julieta, are you, are you gonna help? Julieta is the daughter of Greg and his wife Juliana, and she is busy admiring Chris, and doesn't appear to hear her father. Yeah, well, alright, that's about, about what I could expect, Greg says as he goes back to stuffing hay into the cart. I, I look, I look over to Chris and I go, wow, she must really appreciate you. What? You're real, oh, you must she, be you know, that big. She... You must be that big of a that that much of a hand. The whole family just appreciates you that much. Oh uh, well, you, you're you're uh you're you're giving me a little too much credit, Tetroth. I uh, you know you you, 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 you help me, as much as I do. You can just call me Tay if you want. Tay. Okay. As uh, as they bicker and squabble, they I'm see not something rustling. Bickering nor squabbling. Thank you. As you discuss things civilly, <laughs> you see something rustling in the wheat to your left. I wish I could okay. turn my icon. What is that? Why, hello, dear boys! Ah! What the? And before them appears the town, definitely not the mayor, but considered the mayor, Fraz Soulier. Fraz, what are you. Why are you hiding in the wheat? Mayor, mayor Fraz. I'm not the mayor. I'm just just the the, the magic man. Everybody why are you in? Calls me mayor. Why are you in the wheat? I'm not in the wheat. He says as he what? walks out of the wheat. What? <laughs> why were you in the wheat? That's besides the point, dear boys. There's important business, and I've brought along a special friend. He says as a. Somewhat oft resident appears from the wheat as well. Why are you oh in the wheat? Oh my god, he's not colored in! <laughs> Why are you white? <laughs> you, 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 you can't ask that! <laughs> I mean, look, he's, he's, he's grayscale. Is this supposed to be my introduction? I don't know, is your name Apollo Havensor? Yes, it is, is, sorry. Is that your um, character token? No one really described their characters, so like I'm I'm having trouble picturing everything. Oh, it's just Do you not token. see the roll twenty? Yeah, no, I see their tokens, but like <sighs> hold on. Trying to get we're a... gonna we're gonna talk about that in just a second here. I'm I'm, okay. I'm getting everybody introduced here. 
I guess I follow air quotes Mayor Fraz out of the, out of the wheat. Uh, oh, um, ah, uh, jeez, uh, I wasn't expecting to be coming. I usually I go through the you know the actual entrance and stop. Sorry, I'm my bad. Um, I, how did you get in the wheat field? Never mind the wheat, dear boy. It will all be harvested soon. But important things are happening. The governor is here. The, the, the governor? You are all surprised to learn that you have a governor. <laughs> Chris. Chris. Yeah? Yeah, what's up? Who's the governor? I, I don't know what what does he govern? I thought I thought I thought I thought the, the mayor thought... here was the the leader of our town. Well, I'm not really the leader of the town. We haven't had a mayor in twenty years. He says as he's been voted mayor twenty years in a row with nobody running against him, but he doesn't run either. Then what what does the governor control? Oh, the local region, my dear boy. You didn't think that we would be completely exempt without a governor, would you? I mean, no, I mean, but I I've, I, this is the first time I'm hearing of such a person. I mean, I, I live, I've, I've lived in many a town in my day, but I have around here, but I've not never heard that we had a governor. Yeah, well, that's what taxation without representation is. Anyways, <laughs> I have, uh, I have, a, I have a paper from him right here from the from the noble. Uh, what, is his, what is his name now? I can't remember. Aha, from Wil Wilhelm Windelworth. Yes, that's his name. Do you need help reading, Fraz? No, I just... I can't Did you forget name. your glasses and your other hat again? Uh, no, I... Oh, no, they're in my pants. There they are. Yes, wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, T. Tea. Tea, yes. I'll have some tea when I get home. That will be wonderful. I, and as, I uh, as agree. As far as I was talking about tea, you see, uh, you see somebody coming by, sprinting by. A messenger, actually. I could find... Oh, why did his token disappear now of all times? Here we go. See a uh, boy, a young a young man running up the uh, running up the field with a feather in his hat. You... Uh, please... <coughs> please... <coughs> tell me... Tell me you're not an old man. Somebody. Please. I, I'm not. Um... Why? Oh, thank, thank you. <laughs> I'm I'm the messenger of the governor, Lord Windleworth. Uh, you're needed in the center of town. The whole town's been called. Oh, who were you trying to talk to before? I say, looking over to Fraz. Uh, are you talking to Fra Fraz when you say that? Or are you no, I'm to the no. I looked. I looked to Fraz when I say it to the messenger. Uh, Fraz. Fraz is mumbling about tea right about now. And, yeah, you uh, can you can ignore him. He's just kind of around sometimes. Yes, I I, I I saw him earlier. I don't know what he's talking about. But Chris, did oh. you hear what this fine young man said? There's a meeting in the town square, right? Yeah, yes. we should head there. Yes, it's it's a missive from the governor. Very important. A letter from the king himself. Hey, you friend, are you coming? Uh, yeah, the king, you know, important pe Okay, I'm off. I, I just start the king running. needs our tea, gentlemen. We must not stally. 
I hope we make him some Earl Grey, I say, trotting off with Fraz. Listen, you, uh, you all head to the town center, and you, uh, you set yourselves up up over here in the, uh, in the leftmost corner. I wonder what the commotion is. That's a, I think that's everyone in town. It is everybody in town. You see that there is a huge gathering in the center. Why I sure hope it's nothing bad. Oh, it's, it's not, well, it's kind of, it's sort of bad, kind of, sort of, uh, I just need to find somebody. Please. Who do you need to find? Who are you looking for? As you approach, you see, uh, the man who was supposedly Wilhelm Windleworth in the center of town, and he is flanked by two very strong-looking guards. I'm gonna stay in the back, for obvious reasons. For Matt, Matt obvious reasons, Matt. Uh, Froz starts pushing the three of you to the forefront. Uh, wait, what brings, do you... He brings the three of you along. Hmm, yes. Hey, where you're going. Hello, Wilhelm. You, you were the old man from earlier. Are these... Ah, uh, finally. This is everyone from town, correct? Yes, yes, sir. Yes, it is. Of course. The, uh, the messenger, his name is Kyle. <laughs> says, he looks like a fucking Kyle. <clears throat> I'll now read the message from the king. To all loyal citizens of Gadparlo, we exist in a time of great unrest. And as such, the citizens have dutifully served in our noble branches of the military. Both the artificers' guilds have supported it, and the men wearing armor have fought for it. However, it has come to my attention from a recent census that the majority of the men in our army are incredibly old. Over 75% are above the age of 40. This is a grave concern, and as such, I feel it is important that the youth be brought into the military so that they may be trained in the ways of combat and experience the rigors of military life. As such, it is now the missive of the king that all men aged 25 or younger are to join the military immediately. I uh, presume <laughs> that you three are under the age of 25. Uh, uh uh, I, I, um, <clears throat> I, I begin backing up. Ye, uh, <clears throat> Fraz backs you up again. Yes, of course they are. They're three strapping young men, <laughs> always helping out around the town, working on the farm. Why, little Apollo here is even part of the Artificer's Guild. He's a wonderful young man. Helps me with the shop sometimes. Shut, shut up, Fraz. I am under 25, sir, and willing to serve. Uh, you, you you see me like counting on my fingers, and you're, I'm like, uh, I I uh, <clears throat> yeah, I I am under twenty five. Hmm. Yes, I figured you would. You do look quite youthful. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me, why do you wear that hood? It's not particularly bright out today. Oh, it's just uh, I don't like doing my hair in the morning, and it keeps it. Keeps it all bundled so it doesn't get in the way oh. of the work. I'm a farmhand. Well, I'll have you know that it's. Oh yeah, you've got that nasty sunburn, don't you? On yeah. the the bald spot on your on your on your head, or the where your hair part. <clears throat> yes, I have early 
on set balding, and I'm sunburnt on my scalp. Yeah, uh, he he was he wasn't wearing he wasn't wearing a hat, you know. When we were on the field, we were working at least at least nine hours, so you know. I have stage two terminal gay. I, you know, I feel like we should have this conversation before it comes up. Does Sergio know, Matt? Uh, I was just about just about to say that you guys would would start talking about that with each other. Uh-huh. Would you guys like to uh, to describe your characters so that people can see the uh, the image of these these three strapping young men inside so, of, the, um, of the Chris town center? Uh, is is a little on the shorter end. I say he's about five two. Uh, his his most like defining feature is his really big biceps. His arms are huge. <laughs> All I'm picturing is just like this like, short he, little he, boy he, with he's, like fucking nearly, muscles. He, he's nearly bursting out of his uh his his uh his sleeves. His sleeves can barely contain the the guns he's packing in this fantasy setting. So he looks like the rock paper scissors kid from JoJo. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm I'm just t- I'm tall and lean, and I have long. I, I, well, I, I'm talking like anchor arms. <laughs> okay. I I have long blonde hair. Um, oh yeah, he also has short blonde ar- hair. Yeah, I've, I've bandages wrapped around my head, and I wear a cloak. And uh, I'm like pale, but I'm like like a like an ashy pale, I guess. I haven't written this dirty pale, but that doesn't really make sense. Hmm. All right. And Michael, would you care to describe Apollo? Yeah. Uh. I'm, I'm a gentleman with a uh, with a, what I can only describe as midnight ash hair uh, that has like an <laughs> emerald green that comes to the tips of the the like like kind of where my hair just ends. So the so the the tips are slightly green. Yeah, and no matter how much I cut it, it always tends to be kind of in the same area. So like it's mm. like is most of my hair coming out of like. The roots is black and then just slowly transitions to green and it i see i see yeah and even if i were to get like a buzz cut it would still find a way to grow back uh-huh. um, all right and that's uh yeah. i just haven't gotten a haircut in a long time yeah so it's longer uh, I'm, I'm a half elf i have uh i'm i have dark skin i have freckles sort of like just a splash of them across like the front of my face i present as a human and I wear I wear uh, just mostly as like, a human. I also tunics, present as a human, and uh, have have a few trinkets on me every so often. Yeah, I think we said um I think we said your ears are not nearly as pointy as usual elf ears, did we, Michael? That's I why think, people. Don't... I think I describe them as because usually where my like I draw elf ears as like really long, like mine are just kind of like what you would traditionally see as like <sighs> Christmas elf ears, where it's like they're the size of human ears, but they're pointy. Right, they're not super long elf ears. Like, yeah, like, like they're like noticeable, really but they're not like noticeable from like afar. Yeah, they're, they're the distinctive half elf ears. Mm-hmm. I also have glasses. Right. Yeah. So. Are there any other qualities of her characters that we should we should describe? I, I should say, uh, Tay has a very interesting high quality cloak. Apollo, yeah. uh, you you have a, a special special item on you, Apollo. Would you care to describe that? Yeah, so that's, um, that is my fancy shield. It's an heirloom from, for the, uh, Havenstore family. Uh, most of the time I refer to it as the Haven Shield, just because it has, like, our family crest on it, and 
what have you, and it's been passed down by generation by generation. So it's a very special shield, and it's, it's been, been passed down the Armstrong family line for generations. Yes, <laughs> and um, to make it even more linked to the family, uh, the wielder also can re- call back the shield to return it to them. So, so essentially, it's like the Captain America shield that you see in like Age of Ultron onwards. Can he can, um, can he not recall it in the first Avengers movie? No, I don't know. I don't think so. No, it was a it was an Age of Ultron thing because it was like the tech that Tony gave everybody. Mm. Anyway, Tony didn't feel like giving everybody an Iron Man suit. So my I I would say my my distinguishing characteristic is that uh, Chris is very modest and he likes to usually keep uh, covered up, but he does enjoy ripping his sleeves off which i haven't had a chance to do that uh he he usually likes to show off his arms is the only part he likes to show off and when he's not he's in his long sleeve but when combat arises he's gonna be ripping them sleeves off they oh, just I'll... come right off what would be the I... height comparison here i'm guessing chris is the smallest of the three yeah he's five two i'm six two so he's a f- okay a yeah i was a, i was thinking like five six for me so so we've got the uh, the standard stair stair climb of the character mm-hmm. heights. I will yeah. also say them. I have around my head I have bandages covering both my ears and one of my eyes. Oh wow! <clears throat> and uh, as as you uh, are talking with with Wilhelm, it, you can only notice that he looks like he's dressed as an adventurer. If the person in question had never actually done any adventuring in his life. Because he has uh-huh. a ridiculously long cape, a uh, stupid-looking hat that would blow off at the, any kind of a light breeze, and he keeps his hand on it most of the time. Uh, he does look like he could probably handle himself in a fight better than you guys could, but most of that comes from the fact that it looks like he's got. In my really in my head, he looks really like uh, Robin Hood from Shrek. That's a very <laughs> accurate summation of him. Thank you. He specifically, in my mind, looks like Robin Hood from uh, Shrek Retold. You, the mayor, this is really the only youth you have in this tiny town. Is that true? Yes, but I'm not the mayor. And he ignores the mayor comments. Here, I'll, I'll, step, I'll step forward and I'll go, yes, most of them are too young to, to be drafted into the military. As opposed to us, who are, um, all around the age of 18. <clears throat> I see, I see. That's really not the best. I, uh, I don't have high expectations for this town, but I expected at least ten recruits, not three. But nothing can be done about it, I suppose. As by order and decree of the king, I must formally and actively request that you join his majesty's ranks as part of the military. Um, there are no options otherwise. Well, let, well I'm, sure that's, no I'm sure that's true, but uh, I am needed at the farm. Um, if is I there had, there's any way I could get around it? If I had a pittance for every youth who begged to stay at the farm, I would be the wealthiest noble in Gadpaolo. That will not work, I'm afraid, young man. Uh, I, uh, I'm still kind of working, like, with, you know, my father and the whole the whole guild thing. I don't think that, you know, would uh, yes, be a yes, I'd, wise I'd idea to throw me into the mists of combat. Mm, I'd, I'd heard of you. Apollo Haven Sore. Yes. 
Yeah. Is that your name? It yes. Uh, I, yeah, that's me. He looks over at the guard to his right. He needs to learn to speak up. Yes, well, I know your father. Everyone that's... does. No, 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 no. I mean, I actually know your father. He made this sword for me. He says, holding it up, taking it out of its sheath, and you see magnificent runes and enchantments carved and blazing upon it. He made this sword for my own father. You could say it's part of my own family as well. I see that you carry your own family heirloom with that item on your hip. I glance at the, uh, the shield. Yeah, Nice. He and I have had a few conversations in the past, and, uh... He has said that he would like to see his son be a little more interested in the sharp and explosive side of crafting and enchanting. Perhaps an up-close look at what the men in the military need will spark an interest in it, as it were. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm all for that sort of uh, thing, but let me, you know, I've, I've got my own kind of tinkering to do. Can't be he puts an artificer. He puts his hand on your shoulder and squeezes it a little, little more firmly than you would like. Listen, young man. I don't think that you're really in the kind of position to be disobeying the governor of your village, of the local region, or your king, are you? N no, sir. Yes, now seems to me that there's no young pretty lasses around for you three to be married to. So you can't use that as an excuse. Uh, I mean, Chris, I mean, Chris is good with girls, but... <clears throat> Boy, uh, I, I, I wouldn't say that. Yes, well. It seems to me that you are three strapping young men, and you would benefit quite greatly from joining the military. Probably not from where we send you in the military, but that's besides the point. Now, unless you have any important questions, he says, looking pointedly at Tay and Apollo, that are about your service to the king... No, no, sir. Then we should go discuss this in more private uh, sequesterings. Is there a good building around here, perhaps a capital? And Fraz says, No! There isn't. Excuse me. There's not. But you're the mayor. No, I'm not. And Wilhelm looks back at you. There is a clear scowl and grimace on his face. I'm sure we could use the the barn that that Chris and I stay in. No, I'm sure. that will be fine. I will simply pull you 30 feet from the people, and that will be enough for this outing, I think. He says as he uses the powers <laughs> of the DM to drag you all. Oh, well, oh, that, oh, that's, oh. No, that's not right. <laughs> I'm no, off-kilter. Hold on, I can fix it. Yeah, I'm also off-kilter. I'm almost in defense position. Cease your movement, boys. Why am I out of a square? Alright. No, 
comes the details of your mission. <laughs> he says as he pulls out a scroll from what appears to be a quiver of scrolls on his side. This is one of the assignments for the men in this region. Uh, seeing as how there's only three of you, I'll be sending you to the least staffed position so that they may be uh, more accepting, I'll, I'll say. You note that that's not the most sound logic, uh, unless any of you wish to specifically question him about that. Yeah. Well, I'm good. I don't want to question the region right now. I don't want to stick out. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> to the brave men who will now serve the kingdom, you are tasked with heading southward to the Buvu Giridu Swamps which is northward of the Lesser Peninsula and south of Brackenball's Ravine. Oh, wonderful. Now, as I'm sure you're aware, you are going to be traveling to an area filled with the ill-skinned races. It is not fun for most, but it is important as there are some critical military outposts that are based out in that region. And as this letter so clearly describes, and I will summarize for you, <clears throat> there has been a potential guerrilla insurgency of the Buvugiridu occupations. I didn't they know guerrillas need... could wield weapons. <laughs> I like that. No, I mean gorilla with an E. Is it gorilla with an E? Is the E silent? Mmm. Getting on with it. They need some men to help them in that uh, lovely little part of the world. You three seem like the kind who would be able to go down there. However, as I'm sure you are abundantly aware, the geography of that region is difficult to traverse, to put it mildly. As I such, like gorillas. Yeah, you pull. Uh, no, not gorillas. He pulls out a second letter from his quiver, and this one has a special stamp on it. Apollo recognizes it. It is his guild stamp. Not his personally, but of the guild he is in. Oh, jeez. I am sure you recognize this, Apollo. Yep. He hands it to Apollo. This is a special letter of request sealed by the king himself. It will grant you a free item from the nearby MacGuffin conglomerate branch. And it it will be your method of transport to the Buvugiridu swamps. I, uh... I think you'll enjoy the, the local branch. They, uh... are interesting. Very, very interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh... A good old local branch, am I right? I stuffed the letter in like my the furthest back pocket I could find. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sure you've been there many times as part of the guild, Apollo. Certainly, some invitations. Uh, yeah, my uh, my, my papa took me there. Hmm. Excellent. Well, that will be uh. A familiar experience for you. I'm sure you know how to deal with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, do be careful, though. I have heard that the 
roads around here are not of the highest quality, certainly not as safe as we would like them to be. I've tried to increase patrols, but again, the military is in a bit of disrepair at the moment. Most of the older men know not to be... Well, they just tend not to be deployed in this area, I'll say. Oh, we're used to it. Don't worry. Yes, I'm sure three strapping young men, you probably already defended your town dozens of times from brigands and the like. <clears throat> Definitely. Yes. Nope. As I was... I am, I am from this town. I do defend it. Right, Chris? Yes. <clears throat> <laughs> yes, that is abundantly clear. As you are here and signing on to the draft, you would you would have to be part of this village, otherwise you wouldn't be in the draft. So I'm glad that you're here. Yes. Anyhow, that's it for me. I think you know everything. You're competent, you're confident. I don't need to do anything else. I'll just be taking my leave now. Very well, we will be on our way to our destination. Right, guys? Uh-huh. Right, Chris? Yep. Alright, we're... Off. Holy fuck, they're gone. What? What? <laughs> they just vanished? They did. What? Draft? No one told me you guys have a draft? The only draft I know is for a fucking blueprint. What, Chris, did you know about this? I did not. <clears throat> God, I'm... Okay, um... I, I can't... I can't go to the swamp. I'm wanted in that area. Why is Fraz growing? Is there a why, problem, gentlemen? Why? Uh, 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 I jump back. No, 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 Fraz. No, there's no problem at all. Hmm. I think there's a lot of problems. Three seem a little saddened, and I think everyone here is saddened that you've been called into the draft, but I suppose it's not too unsurprising considering the state of the Empire. Yeah, mm hmm. Yes, you know me. I'm the expert of the state of the. Does Fraz know that I'm. Would you have told him? Uh, I don't know. I mean, how close am I with Fraz? <laughs> Probably not. How, how close do you want to be with Fraz? <laughs> he scares me. He scares me. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I didn't tell him, and he knows anyways. Yeah, that's what I was gonna go with. Mm, don't worry, hmm? you'll be fine, Tetra. I can't. You. I can't go down there. Oh, of course you can. You're... What if my kin? What if my kin find me? Oh, you're from the opposite end of the continent with them. It will but, be fine. I think you'd better worry more about, as they call them, the ill-skinned. They are rather angry that their area has been occupied. I have a friend who lives there, and he's been, uh, well, keeping an eye on things. I can tell you that it's... Who's your friend? Oh, just another old man. You know us old people. We all know each other. That's... I mean, I've never actually really met an old person until you. I turned to Chris. How much do you want to bet that it's probably just another Fraz? Wouldn't surprise me. Okay. 
You know my people don't really. You know, <laughs> you know, you know my people don't really get old. So. Thanks, <laughs> Oh, they do get old from time to time. It's very hard, though. Trust me. <laughs> Anyhow, I think it's best that you all get started before sundown. The roads, as the governor said, are definitely not as safe as they should be. Yes. Not to mention the fact that it is a several-day walk out to the branch. I don't know why they put it out in the middle of the woods. Chris, we should testing uh, explosives out there. Chris, we should head back to the barn and grab our belongings. Yes, that would be the best thing to do. Would you like to come with us? Uh, Apollo's your name, right? Uh, yep, that's me, Apollo Havensor. Uh, yep. You can call me Tay. I don't think we've ever properly introduced ourselves. Yeah, uh... And that's... The, obviously, that's Chris. Hello. Howdy. I'm just... Well, uh, I'm just a little out of my element. I wasn't expecting to be... Yeah, me, going yeah, me too. Going into any wars or anything. That makes two of us. Well... I guess the only thing we can do now is... Head out. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. Oh, no. Oh! <laughs> Big frost. The frazz has intensified. Oh, yeah, I have, a, I have a bad habit of accidentally stretching tokens sometimes on roll 20. Hmm, <laughs> you boys. Uh, I heard some rumors from the town. Uh, what, a, yeah. what, what kind of rumors? Hmm. Well, don't worry about leaving the farm. I'll be able to handle harvest this year without you. Are you sure? Yeah. I've done it before. Just wish I could have kept your help another year. Well, we'll be back as soon as we can. I don't know. Just uh, be careful out there. My brother was sent off to war not too long ago. It's rough out there. Well, if we're not back soon, then I do. I appreciate you taking me in. If we as don't come back soon, just here. assume I'm dead, okay? Okay. Yeah, what, was what he said, who's, I guess. Who was the pretty boy? Huh? Oh, that's oh, this is an, this is an, uh, an artificer of the Artificers Guild. His name is Apollo. Thank you. Uh, he, nice came, he, came out, he came out of the wheat with Fraz? I don't... Yeah, that uh, Frez guy, he's kind of a weird mayor, huh? I'm gonna I be honest, he... I don't know how he got us into the wheat. I thought he wasn't the mayor. No, he is the mayor. Well, people vote for him to be mayor, and he acts the ma He acts as the dead and whatever. It's weird. Well, Did you guys hear the... Did I ever tell you the story of how he became mayor? No. He burned down half the town. Oh. Yeah, I... I... I remember hearing and about that. You, ele you voted for You that? elected him mayor? Well, at first we put him into indentured servitude for four life sentences. But, uh, well, he started a city plan for everything after he burned it all down. And it, fought, well, worked a lot better after he did, I, I guess. And, uh, well, he's part of the reason I have this farm in the first place. He helped fertilize the land with his magic... I don't know how skilled he is in the arts, but he's certainly no average wizard. Yeah, magic. 
magic, super cool, am I right? And, uh, I think, wait yeah, a minute, no, I, I have seen you around town once or twice. You're, uh, you're the new kid who, you were working at his, uh, his emporium, weren't you? Me? Isn't that why you were here? I thought, I thought I saw you around Frez's emporium. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, you must be mistaken, I'm, I'm, I'm working with my father in the... I kind of look back to the town and kind of gesture over to it. So, uh, I, I swear, I can't remember the name of the shop. It's a small kind of tinkering shop. We've done a lot for the town. You know, like uh, plumbing. We have plumbing? What is plumbing? Well, I'll take your word for it. What is plumbing? Although it's kind of weird for artificers to be out in this village, I'll be honest. The, uh... The local branch is kind of kaput. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. I turned to, to the other two. I have no idea what goes on in the other branch. I didn't even know there were branches until earlier today, so... I mean, usually I'm... they're on trees, but... Haha, <laughs> funny. Never heard that one before. You haven't? And, uh, just, we're were, gonna head to the barn and get our stuff, okay? As you were talking right. to each other, Julietta comes by and starts walking up to Chris. Please, Chris, say it isn't so. Say you'll stay forever with me. Sorry, uh, I have to go. It's, uh, it's, you know, it's our duty and whatnot. Oh, that's so noble. But if you stayed and married with me, we could stay here forever. Oh, but, um, mm, uh... Married? Well, that's that's a little sudden. I am already backing up, and Greg, I take out Greg I take out a small and... journal and I start just writing down notes. <laughs> I, I I lean over and I go, "What are you doing?" All right, so like, please. I just thought this was like a cool scene. Maybe like maybe later down the road I could write it into a novel. A novel? Sure. Yeah. Hey, Chris, let's go. Let's grab our stuff and head out. Yeah, I'll see you around, Juliet, like five years or something like that. Don't no! wait up. Make that another lifetime. And with that, our three heroes go back off to the barn, which is not pictured here, but I'm sure the viewers are thinking of a grand, majestic red barn that looks beautiful in their minds and as we they also gather live their in items a... from it. Our hay beds and our hay pillows and our hay blankets and our hay. Wait, you're a you have hay mem memorabilia? I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, well, when you live in a barn, it's kind of. I pick all you up got. the uh, I pick up the hay alarm clock that uh, <laughs> when it goes off, it just screams hay. Hey! <laughs> yeah, like yeah, Fra yeah Fraz made that for me. Not sure why. Sorry. I gave him wood. Cool. <laughs> like uh, he made a clock. <laughs> yeah, just the hay, the hay thing down. Anyways, you guys ready to head out to the the branch? We have a few days to go. Yeah, I might as well. Yeah. I mean, I should probably stop and make sure my dad knows that I'm going out and doing a thing. Well, we'll be here. Uh, Apollo waddles off over to back to town into his uh, 
his father's shop. His dad goes, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> uh, his dad is currently out on a business trip, and he has been for weeks. Oh, right. <sighs> Dad's not here. Uh, I tear out a page of my journal and just kind of scribble down. Uh, <laughs> Drafted into army. Oops. Yeah. Dear, dear dad. And then I scribbled that out. Father. To make it sound more formal. Comma. Uh, I've, I'm sure that you are well aware of the new events that have transpired in my life. Period. I'm currently going into the military. Comma. Against my will. Comma. <laughs> and I'm gonna have a ton of fun and then I scribble out fun miss you a lot uh, period and then I, and then in like and then in parentheses it's red heart emoji parentheses uh, signed Apollo and then I go upstairs and grab some clothes and what have you to get ready for the long trek ahead Yes, and it actually just occurred to me, because of the weird way that, the weird time we were starting, I had intended to have us uh, describe a bit more about our characters beforehand, but I had forgotten to, unfortunately. We can we can get some more details. No, nothing's disorganized yet, but I'll, I'll make sure we're more clear next time on the next session. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, uh, as you all gather your stuff and you begin heading out of town, you see Frez talking to a kind of weird guy who looks disheveled. And uh, you hear them having a conversation about weird things called death sticks. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, just, 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 take, just, take, just take the stick. Just take the stick. Oh, you, you, just, just maybe a little for it, you know? And then Froz waves his hand and he says, You will not sell death sticks. And in fact, you will go back and sell life sticks. You see the man... Some sparkly dust in front of him as Froz waves his hand. And then he says, I like your funny words, magic men! And he throws the death sticks in the trash and walks away. Oh. oh. Is, he like a, is he like a god? Froz waves at you as you walk by. I awkwardly wave. He keeps waving at you as you walk by. Is he gonna stop? I uh, begin picking up speed to try and move away. He continues waving. (laughs) Why is he waving? And he keeps waving at you. Until you enter the world map! Whoa! 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 Is is this the world map? 